Hello and welcome to the 58th episode of Downtime Podcast featuring Jeremy and Elisa. Elisa is out again today, so I brought on my brother as, as a second guest. And we will be talking about all things Jurassic Park video game related. We actually grew up playing a lot of Jurassic Park slash dinosaur games. So we'll talk about those. And at the end we're going to talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. A little bit of a spoiler cast since we saw it recently and... Um, we have some very strong opinions about the movie. <laughs> uh, so first things first, we watched Jurassic Park when we were younger, right? Mm-hmm. We uh, we have a long history with the franchise. We can quote almost all the lines, the, the most memorable ones in the oh, movies. Yeah, yeah um, and I believe Jurassic Park is what got me really interested in like dinosaurs, and yes. so because of that i you know i've always had this love of like finding like a really good dinosaur game which honestly there are not a lot of um but the some of the Jurassic Park games are they're they're all right they're they're pretty good you know yeah yeah we own quite a few of them we have two of them in front of us there uh, one is Jurassic Park Operation Genesis which is the park building 3D sim and the other one is Dinosaur Battles oh yeah <laughs> i don't think we played that one a lot though not a lot it's That's like a <laughs> like a Jurassic Park dinosaur fighting game, yeah. sort of. I I don't know how to. Street Fighter it. meets dinosaurs. Yeah, it's not really like that though, but it's like a lot clunkier and slower. It's it's weird. Why did uh, we get that? Do you I don't know because it? it had Jurassic Park on the title. Oh yeah, it, uh, I don't know. It, it was all right. There were some other Jurassic Park games that we got. Some of them were weird. Like there was those games that were, it was those like, the ones where you're like the little Power Ranger guys and you like. Power and you had to like throw what? balls at the dinosaurs and capture them or something. It was like some some kind of rescue thing. Dino Defender. Dino Defender. Oh like yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I yeah. We have those in our apartment somewhere. Yeah, those games are also kind of weird. And then we uh, we have the Sega Genesis games, our favorites. Oh yeah. Well, the second one's our favorite. The yeah. first one is first really, one pretty hard. All right. It's only single player though. It's really but, hard. Yeah, it's really difficult. But then the Lost World is probably one of my favorite Sega Genesis games. <laughs> and we we played it on an emulator a while back, and it still kind of holds up. Like yeah. Obviously, it's not gonna have a million features like a game nowadays, and obviously the graphics are gonna be like old eight bit low resolution, but like it's still fun. Like there's a lot of there's a lot to do. Um, there's a lot of different types of missions. There's all kinds of different weapons you can get. There's different dinosaurs you can battle, and they change up the gameplay. Like mostly, yep. it's like a top-down shooter, but like sometimes they change it up, and there's like there's like a raft sequence or like a bike sequence, and uh, it's it, there's it's a pretty long game. Like it takes a while to beat that game. It's a it's um, open world kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's kind of open world. <laughs> yeah, you wander around this big map on the island, and you can go on a boat, and it's it's co-op, so it's just two people running around doing whatever. But yeah, like it's uh it's it's a. I think it's still fun. Yeah, absolutely. We spent many hours playing that game. If there was a tracker for how many hours we played that game, I would say it's in the 50s, 60s. Yeah, (laughs) we were kids, so our our video game time was limited. Yeah, we don't remember how long. Um, But we played it a lot. It was like our favorite game on the Sega. Yeah. Outside of maybe like Sonic. Yeah, that's true. And um, along with that, I think The Lost World is really kind of our movie because it came out after we were born. So it was kind yeah, of the, the Jurassic yeah. Park between two and three, one and two. Uh, the one first one came out in ninety two. Was it ninety three? Three. So, so like basically the year I was born. Okay. Yeah, and then I was, we were we were too young to watch it. Well, I mean we still watched it when we were like seven or eight when we were living yeah. in Connecticut. Yeah. But uh, well, however old we were then, but we watched it 
but then uh I, you know of course it had a huge impact on us but when the second mm. one came out that was like our our movie when we were younger you know yeah. like that was the movie that we held on to because like oh this is this is jurassic park because oh, we watched yeah. it in theaters yeah and we had all the toys we had so many jurassic park toys it was ridiculous yeah okay. well i mean we had a lot of toys of a lot of things like we had a lot of yeah. star wars toys we had a lot of lord of the rings toys um but jurassic park toys we, we definitely spent a lot of time playing with yeah we had we had the t-rexes mm-hmm. we had the camper from the second movie if you don't if you guys don't know that they made a, a toy of the camper from the second right. movie. Yeah, we would reenact sequences <laughs> from the movie and make eddie car get eaten many times <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all kinds of people getting eaten <laughs> sometimes i think about like what if there's an eddie car figure that would you cut in half oh <laughs> like, you could take him apart yeah. and split him between two t-rexes <laughs> uh and the, we had the raptor toys too yeah uh, yeah we had quite an abundance of toys from the first and second movie i remember they had like these like weird fusion dinosaur toys one time oh those are uh, chaos control yeah. Okay, wait, that is, Chaos Control is the thing that it's, Chaos does in... Oh, no, that uh, Shadow, Shadow does. does wait, like, what was it? Chaos it's Theory? What chaos Theory. I think yeah, it's Chaos I, Theory. I, I have a computer in front of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, chaos Theory would make the most sense, but... Uh, chaos Effect? Oh, okay, that, maybe that was it. Where they combine the dinosaurs and make weird... Yeah, yeah. 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 Chaos Effect. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. Little did we know this would be the plot of future Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Um... Oh, I had you got like weird striped Thursell office. Yeah, I don't know. They there was a this this these came out after three, I think. They had saber two tigers or something. After two, I forget what year these came out. Either it was before two and three, Jurassic Park two and three. Yeah, it was definitely before three. I'm pretty sure. But uh, these these toys, I guess they were trying to just market different toys. Oh, it came out after two. Okay, so these came out in 1998, right after the Lost World movie the movie uh, came out in 97 i guess they're just trying to do something new to keep toy the jurassic park toys in the public consciousness I yeah i i don't know i guess there was some uncertainty with the third movie's release date or whenever it would come out so they released some weird toys to coincide with yeah, that or whatever i have nothing to do with the movie but yeah. yeah i mean dinosaur toys were popular then i don't know if they're still popular now but they were definitely popular back know. then when the movies were coming we out. don't go to toy stores <laughs> to yeah, look well, to yeah. see <laughs> most people just play most kids play video games nowadays so it's true all, all those kids are playing fortnite yeah. video dinosaurs are in the back of their mind oh It'll, man if they had a dinosaur battle royale like a battle royale game but there were just dinosaurs roaming around the map and that could eat you oh that'd man be, that'd isn't, be intense i was gonna say isn't that like that one game on steam the, the, first, the shooter where you're f- with all the dinosaurs, but then another team's dinosaurs, then another team is humans. Oh, uh, Primal Carnage. Yeah, Primal Carnage, but like that's not PVE; it's PVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, there was also that that dinosaur hunting game that didn't do very well. Uh, the, carnivores? No, no, Primal. Or the Hunt. The Hunt. The Hunt Primal. Yeah, that looked like it had a lot of potential. Uh, and it was like you land on a planet, some alien planet with dinosaurs on it, and it was co-op, and you had to survive. But it kind of got abandoned on Steam. Right, like, right. It was early access, and then they finally released it, and then no more updates, and it was still buggy, apparently. So, yeah. Had a lot of potential. But Carnivores is a good series, though. Uh, I just wish they made a co-op version of that, which I thought The Hunt Primal was supposed to be. And I guess it kind of is, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. It, there's, there's still yet to be a good, a good variety of, like, Dinosaur games, like quality dinosaur games. Yeah, okay. so far they're kind of lackluster. Yeah, I mean, um, nothing can really live up to the games that we played when we were younger. Also, we were kids, so I think we were kind of uh, jaded. Uh, yeah, <laughs> when you're kids, you're you tend to be more enchanted with video games when 
even if they're not that great. Um, but also, back when we were kids, games weren't exactly that advanced either, so you didn't exactly have a lot of expectations. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there were a lot of things that were probably better for us as kids since we didn't really have a lot of choice either. Yeah. Like, just whatever came out, we're like, oh, that has a Jurassic Park license on it. Let's buy it. Yeah. Let's play with I, it. I th- but Operation Genesis was a good game, though, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that game a lot. Yeah, because... So, so, a little bit of backstory. Before... So, Jurassic Park Genesis is basically a tycoon game. It's like a Jurassic Park tycoon. Um, and so, before we played this, we actually played quite a few tycoon games. Well, mostly Zoo Tycoon. Yep. We played a lot of Zoo Tycoon. Um, and, and there was like the dinosaur expansion and we played a lot of that yep, yep. and we would like release the dinosaurs yep. into the park and the T-Rex would eat people. Um, and we were like, Hey, you know, it wouldn't be cool if they just made a Jurassic Park version of this. And they did kind yep. of. Yeah. Still has the Toys R Us sticker on the box, <laughs> which Thank is kind of cool. And, uh, at Toys R Us. yeah. And earlier this month they released Jurassic World Evolution. Yeah. It seems like it's basically like a sequel to this similar concept mm-hmm. you build a park you get to design it yourself you manage resources uh and then you could also I, I was watching gameplay footage you can also get into like a jeep and yep. just drive around and, and you can get the, the dinosaurs you can get the 1993 jurassic park jeep skin and mm-hmm. you just drive around in that and i was like and then, oh. like there's sometimes there's storms and it knocks out the power and the dinosaurs get out i was like wow it's very just like the movies yeah so yeah. then but the game takes place on the five deaths islands each island has a different oh, park yeah. on which it. is not canon apparently no. because in the jurassic world canada apparently there's only one island and the other islands they took dinosaurs off of at least site b yeah but we'll we'll talk about that later yeah uh but yeah no going back to jurassic jurassic park lost world games we uh we played probably all the arcade games Jurassic Park arcade games. We played yeah, all of them. Yeah, uh, I think we beat... We played, I, I know for sure we beat the second one multiple times. We beat one twice. I remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, the first one The first one was really cool. It, it had nothing to do with... It wasn't really Jurassic Park. It was more just <laughs> like a rail shooter that just happened to have dinosaurs in it. Yeah. Um, but it was like... It was cool because at Chuck E. Cheese, they had the version which had like a rumble seat not, or like one of those seats that moves around. It was like a... It's so, like it's kind of like a ride. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like a ride. To quote and John you just, Hammond, you hold these you hold these joysticks. You know, it's spared no expense. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. had these big joysticks, and you had you sat in this moving seat, and then uh, you would just like shoot dinosaurs while you were zooming through a map. Um, and it was like eight bit. It wasn't like super high quality, but I mean, it came out probably around the time that the original movie came out. And then Jurassic Park two. Um, the Lost World game was probably our favorite. Yep. And you would get inside this big giant booth, and you'd have the two guns. Um, and then you, it also wasn't super closely related to the movie, but I would say like it had more of that movie feel because you had like uh, T Rex chase scenes. Yeah. Um, and you also had dinosaurs that weren't in the movies. Like you had that giant crocodile, I don't remember, Dinosuchus, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you had a Carnotaurus, like a, a Carnotaurus that could change the color of its skin so it could go invisible. Which is from the Lost World book, by the way. Yeah, which and, is and which cool. is probably <laughs> what inspired the Indominus Rex. Yes, having 100%. Ability, yep, you're right. Having the ability That's to right. change colors and whatever. So it's not like they made that up out of the blue. Like, that definitely came from the book or the game or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about the Lost World game, the Lost World Jurassic Park arcade game, mm-hmm. They uh, the reason why it's differed from the movies is because the the designers and developers at Sega were given just assets from the movie. Oh, before them? They yeah. designed it before the movie came yep, out? Yep, yep. So they didn't know what the movie was about. They were like, these are the characters, these are their names, this these are what, this is the dinosaurs that will be in the movie. Um, here are past dinosaurs because there are no Dilophosaurus in uh, um, 
Yeah, the well, they were World. a big part of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So then they really didn't know. But so the game kind of just stands on its own, which is fine. It, it makes for a fun arcade game. So I'm glad it's not canon or anything. Yeah. And the third one, oh, actually, well, to put it simply, all three games are not canon, except for the first one is implied to be canon because it's supposed to take place after the fall of the island. And you're like a cleanup mission, remember, at the end? They're yeah. carrying all the dinosaurs and putting them back in their cages. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, of course, that's not that's not canon. And we played the third one. We didn't beat it, though. The one where was... you're... There was like a button that you press to like to like move out of the way. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, time yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, time yeah. crisis with dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We which didn't was play fun. a lot of it. I don't. I know a lot of arcades still carry the second one. I don't know if any carry the first one still, um, just because it's you know it's low quality. It's probably not doesn't look like your standard arcade game anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the second one for sure, a lot of arcades still carry. I don't know about the third nope. one though. No, nope, it didn't seem that popular. And technically, it's the fourth one that's the newest one that, that came out by I forgot which company, but the, we played it at oh, Dave, yeah. Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we beat that. That one's also similar to the second one, I would say. Yeah. But we beat three of the four Jurassic Park arcade games. If there's any more, let us know. That's not pinball. We don't play pinball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember there's a part where, uh, like, uh, it's either a Brontosaurus or a Brachiosaurus, and it's like pooping on you have to shoot its ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's in the second game. Yeah, it's one time. <laughs> like when you get hit, you're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like you get, that you, screaming noise. You get hurt. Yeah, and you land in the mud or poop or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. And Compy's coming at you. Yeah, no, I, I'm, that game, remember we timed ourselves? It only took 20 minutes to beat that game. Yeah. Because <laughs> we it was, knew it back to back. Yeah, because we played it so many times. <laughs> like, there, we had a local Chuck E. Cheese in our hometown that we would always go to and play it. Yeah. And then, one time when we went to Hawaii on vacation, as a family vacation, there was yeah. an arcade downstairs from our hotel. We're like, oh shit, it has Jurassic Park Lost yeah, World. Every, every <laughs> we arcade we went to, we would always look for the Jurassic Park game. <laughs> and if it didn't have it, we didn't go to that arcade. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that's the, the main game we wanted to play. Like, we didn't care about Time Crisis or any of that stuff. Yeah, we screw that. We wanted to play some Jurassic Park. We'll kill some dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> you can kill humans in any other video game. Let's kill some dinosaurs once in a while. Yeah. Shoot them in the face. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, that's, uh, we, we also played like the very first game on CD-ROM. Remember that? Oh, yeah. From, it's like developed by Ocean. Was that the one where it had a first person mode on yep. certain maps and the raptors? That was scary. Yeah, that part was really scary. It's like really dark hallway <laughs> and you walk around and then like raptors will pop out and try to get you and it's yep. like first person. Like it's only a portion of the game. Yep. Um I think it's like when you go into like these facilities. You but go into the command center. Yeah, but otherwise so. it's like a you know, like third person top walk, down yeah, top down walk yeah, around. Like isometric kind of shooter. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that's fun. Yeah. And then I I have a cup I have a, one of the Game Boy Advance no Game Boy Color games oh yeah not Game Boy Color Game Boy games yeah I have that one and then um uh, we have like uh yeah we said mentioned Dino Defenders and there's another there was like a board game one wasn't there yeah there's another one that went along with Dino maybe the same people that made Dino Defenders something yeah. Rescue Rescue yeah. Rangers whatever I don't something remember. like that and you played like these little Power Ranger dudes who yep. Like, had to save the dinosaurs, and you threw gas grenades at them or something like that. But, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I think we still have that. I have to, I have to go yeah. find that. Um, yeah, no, we also have all three Jurassic Park movies on VHS. I'm looking at them right yeah. now. <laughs> they're, they're, we have we can't play them because you won't have a VHS player, and they're yeah. c- pretty much obsolete by this it's year. It's just like a, like a relic, like an <laughs> antique. Something nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's for, like a, for looks. It's nostalgia. But that's what we watched the first Jurassic Park on. That That's the exact videotape because we didn't watch it in theaters. We were too young and it came out after, you know, we were born. Yeah. I'm sorry, it came out before we were born and then uh, after, during that time, you know, it was, kind of, it was yeah. pulled from theaters. So, yeah, yeah we that, watched it with our parents. 
for the first time, like yep. on VHS. But and I, then, I remember watching The Lost World in theaters. Do you remember that? Yeah, I fell asleep. I remember. <laughs> yeah, you fell asleep during the T Rex part. Yeah, and I was trying to wake you up. I was like, yeah. "Yo, look!" And I woke up, and then the pterodactyls were flying away at the end. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, what did I miss? You missed, you missed like an hour of the movie. Yeah, I know, but eventually we rewatched it. But like, and then, and then, like, we 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 rewatched that movie a lot, actually. Yeah. Like so I still times. like that movie yeah. a lot. I like it a lot. A lot of <laughs> apparently a lot of people don't like it, and nah. I can kind of yeah, see fuck why. Em. Fuck them. But to me, <laughs> Jessica Park Two is a great movie. Yeah. I, I really like it. And it's, maybe it's not just nostalgia. I honestly feel like it's a natural progression of Jurassic Park One. Like you know, the first one, the park goes down, and but but in the second one, it's like obviously the dinosaurs still exist, and obviously the idea of creating a Jurassic Park Zoo still exists. So of course, some corporation is going to try to make it a thing again. Um, and try to bring it to the mainland, which is obviously a bad idea. But, you know, in in the world of Jurassic Park, only a few people survived the initial, you know, disaster. So, obviously, all these other people are going to be like, oh, it's going to be fine. We'll yeah. just make a big giant zoo. Like, I don't know. To me, it made a lot of sense. And which is why I have a problem with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Because some of it doesn't make sense. But we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> yes. I, I know you're eager to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. In a bit, we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, and then um, I like how um, Ian is is pretty much the central character. He's the main character of that movie, and he kind of drives the whole vehicle forward. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and there's so great. many sequences in that movie that are like iconic. Like yeah. there's the cliff sequence with the the camper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the Velociraptors in the tall grass sequence. Oh yes. Oh, there's the the sequence where they're out in the plains, you know, tranquilizing the dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. And there's uh, the raptor sequence in the facility where they, they lock themselves in and the raptors start digging under the door. Yep. San um, Diego. The San Diego, of course, <laughs> which is, it's it's weird at first, but like, I don't know, I think it was interesting to Compared see. Compared to what we yeah. saw, it's yeah. not weird. It's yeah, not weird at yeah. all. It's not weird. You know, yeah. <laughs> but all in the boat sequence, like, uh, there's, there's a lot of action sequences in that movie that are just like very memorable, I think. I agreed. Yeah. No, totally. I agree. It's uh, it's definitely, like you said, a, a good natural progression, and it's it's still about control. The first movie is all about control, genetic control. Yeah. And this one's more about like, can we take these dinosaurs that we made and bring them back and control them still in this zoo? Yeah. And yeah, the first, no. yeah. The first one is like dinosaurs in this man-made structure, and then uh, they get loose. And then the second one is dinosaurs. One at least one dinosaur actually gets loose in actual society. What would that be like? Um, and so again, I feel like it's a natural progression. Like it makes sense. Jurassic world makes sense as a sequel to Jurassic park. Yeah. Or sorry. Uh, Jurassic lost world makes, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. As yeah. A sequel to Jurassic park. And then of course you have the third movie, which is the rescue mission movie. Yeah. Which is <laughs> not a great movie, but I, I find it really funny. I think it's, I think it's in an unintentionally hilarious movie. Yeah. And so that's why I like it because there's so many dumb sequences in it, but they're still like, funny i guess yeah well i mean going back to the whole game aspect of it all we i bought the uh the lego jurassic park jurassic world game which is basically all four movies minus fallen kingdom in in one game mm-hmm. and they and they feature like a lot of, they, they make fun of certain moments in the movie for example in the third movie there's the velociraptor saying alan and then they, they show that in the, in the lego game i thought that was really funny yeah yeah and then yeah no it's just uh i think the game does a really good job of showing like the movie kind of like summarizing the movie and also uh having just uh an overall sense of jurassic park when you're playing the game like you feel like you're playing jurassic Mm -hmm. park which is always fun yeah i and i noticed that uh 
in all the games they have some kind of vehicle sequence that gets really intense and like first one they had the the cars you know they, they had the the uh, the rovers uh, oh yeah. yeah and then uh in the second one they had the camper yep uh and then in the third one they had the plane yep uh and then in Jurassic World they have these roller balls the which, hamster uh, balls yeah i don't know about <laughs> that but it's less relatable oh no the third one also had the boat they had the plane and they also had the boat oh yeah so fallen uh, kingdom has a boat does that count too? Yeah. Well, it was There's no dinosaur sequence other than like them in the in the containers, but uh, yeah. I don't know if I would consider that like a dinosaurs danger situation. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. later. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Uh, what other Jurassic Park games did we play growing up? Trespasser. Oh my God! How could I forget? Trespasser. That's probably one of my. That's also yeah. Lost World tied in, and I oh, love man. that game. Uh, it's it's the design is a bit weird, but for those that don't know, Trespasser, uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park Trespasser is a tie-in to the movie in a sense, and it's a first-person survival horror is what it's billed at. Except the survival part is not really—it's not like what it is today, where you have to get, eat food, drink water, all that stuff. It's more like you're put on you—you're involved in a plane crash. You're you land on Isla Sorna, which is the movie, the island from the second movie, and you're this new character named Anne, and then she has to like survive the island but she also read john hammond's memoir like the book that he wrote about his experiences building the park and so she has to survive the island and get to a radio tower and radio for help and all that stuff so yeah and there's dinosaurs they're not very fast they're actually really slow yeah i know the raptors especially so they're yeah. not that hard to kill it is kind of scary though when you encounter one yeah yeah um, and what's interesting about it is there's no hud yes uh, i believe it's one of the first games that did that kind of concept there's yep. no hud yep. except you have a tattoo of a heart on your chest so when you look down you can tell how much health you have based on <laughs> how filled the tattoo is look at your boobs and you'll yeah. see and also your character only has one arm for yeah. some reason like that... I, don't, I don't know if she's missing an arm but you're only allowed to use one arm and you never see the other arm so, so some context for that the developers couldn't render both arms, so they could only have one arm. Yeah. And the game was rushed as well. That's yeah, so, why it's really buggy. Yeah, so you can hold an AK-47 with a drum magazine with mm-hmm. one arm and shoot it at dinosaurs with, with it. little recoil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's interest. That part's interesting. Uh, but they, it's a lot of physics based. Um, and so unlike in a lot of games where you just kind of see your arms on the screen. Yep. Uh, and you see your gun on the screen, but you can walk around and like go up to stuff and like you know move your arms around or whatever it doesn't do anything in this game your arm exists in is rendered like with everything else if that makes sense so it's like basically if you're holding out a gun and you flop it around you'll knock things over like you your your arm can bump into walls and stuff like that yeah so that one part was kind of interesting i guess Mm -hmm. um and yeah like if you had a gun if you were had your arms outstretched and you had a really big gun in a in like a tight corner situation it would would actually be very inconvenient because Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't be able to move your gun around as much. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of computers at the time couldn't run that game because of all the physics you just mentioned. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that for a game, it's kind of like the, it was kind of like the crisis of its time, but also not because it wasn't that used as a benchmark tool, kind of like crisis is, but it's more like it's a game that came out so far ahead of its time that it came out so unfinished and so raw that when people put it in their computers, they, they just couldn't play it. It was like it ran at like ten frames a second or something <laughs> like less because there was so much graphic graphic intensity for cards that didn't exist. So I thought that was really interesting because um, for a game that they rushed to meet the deadline of the movie, they did a pretty good job despite yeah. all of its flaws. I, I like the John Hammond parts because like as you're oh, walking yeah. around, the, the, you'll hear his voice like kind of explain why he built the park and like yeah. his opinions on things and it's like yeah. it's kind of kind of gives you some backstory which is really cool yeah that's that's probably yeah. my favorite part of that game 
Yeah. Is the Richard Attenborough reprising his role as John Hammond. Yeah, and, and that part's really cool. And there's like some puzzles you have to do and like some codes you have to find and uh, yeah, it's an all right game. Dinosaurs, yeah. AI, the AI could be better, but yeah. I mean, for back then, I, I think it was it was decent. Yeah, and then there's a lot of they also mention things from the movie that happened because the the in the timeline sense, the Trespasser game takes place after the Lost World movie, like I think two or three years yeah. after. And then yeah. so they'll they'll feature a moment like if you go to a, a very specific beach, you'll hear like the girl from the beginning of the Lost World. Like mm-hmm. her voice, like, Mommy, Daddy, come look at this. And then I was like, oh, wow. And then John Hammond will mention something, I think, about it. Like a family stumbling across the island. Yeah. And then uh, you'll go to a field and you'll see some wrecked cars. And then John Hammond will mention the hunters that came and tried to take the dinosaurs away. Yeah. From his, like, his nephew led them. I was like, wow, this is so cool. But it turned out, of course, that was all not canon. The whole game isn't canon because yeah, yeah. the island is shaped differently. Uh, the, the events that happen in, in, the, in the game are, although they do seem like they could be canon, uh, with this recent movie, I don't think they are canon anymore. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I thought one of the cool parts was that even though it's not a canon, and even though it's not con- yeah, even though it's not canon, but uh, it was really cool to like explore the park and see different parts of it, and like you go to, like to these residential areas where like the workers lived, and there's like this big like man- mansion type building, and then like you go like to these radio towers, and you go to different uh, different paddocks, uh, you can go on the monorail system, and it was like yeah, there's yep. like a lot lot to explore and it was i, I like the atmosphere of it yeah and um for those listening that find this interesting if you want to play it i do recommend it although the graphics are extremely dated yeah. but you will enjoy it for the story and kind of the characters and overall the the sense of adventure you feel because it does feel like it ties into the movie so if you ignored jurassic world and jurassic world fallen kingdom and you just watched all three of the jurassic park movies and played this game then i think you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, it has the same feel, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It does feel like a Jurassic Park video game, which is great. Yeah. Like it yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that that wasn't one of my favorite games ever growing up. And Mm -hmm. I still have the file somewhere or like the C D or something. Oh, and then of course another game is obviously the Lego Jurassic Park game. Yeah, yeah, I I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like all the I like how they all make fun of things that happen in the movies. So that's really fun. And then uh I like that you can like drive the different vehicles in the movies. You can mm-hmm. be all the like, maybe all these really obscure characters. Yeah, they all have names. <laughs> yeah. Like what? So that yeah. was cool. Yeah, and then the Jurassic World part, you can make your own dinosaur and run around as your own dinosaur. Yep, yep. So that part's pretty fun too. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the. It, even though it's a Lego game, it really does feel like Jurassic Park mm-hmm. because you know it's yeah. set in the movies and the hub world is, uh, the hub worlds are from the movies. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, I yeah Lego. Whoever, who is it? Warner Brothers games or whatever? It's Telltale. Uh, Not Warner Brothers. It's Telltale. They they just license other companies just license their properties to Telltale and then they just make the oh, Lego yeah. games. But the yeah the the uh, those Lego games they usually have a pretty good track record. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And there's also that point and click Jurassic Park game. Yeah, the, the, yeah, made by the same people who made like The Walking Dead and. Yeah, they made a Back to Future one too. No, that's Telltale. I meant travel. Oh yeah, that's Telltale. Traveler's Tales is the one that makes the Lego games. Oh, okay, uh, they they both have TT. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Traveler's Tales makes the Lego games. Telltale makes the, the point, point and click. Yeah, yeah. So and both both companies use licenses from other, you know, other properties. Yeah, they just take third party licenses and make good games out of them. Well, <laughs> well some uh, of them are good. <laughs> yeah, the Telltale games for Jurassic Park. I I remember watching you play through some of it. It's yeah. like a, it's like a sequel to, or it's an in between Jurassic Park, the first one, and Lost World, mm-hmm. and so like it, it has a connection to Dennis Nedry, 
you know, uh, taking the the embryos, the DNA, and then losing it, and then there's like a team that's like trying to look for that. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I don't remember how it turned out. It overall just wasn't very good. It wasn't <laughs> a very good game. Yeah. Um, and then they they also released the Jurassic Park mobile game that's basically Pokemon Go. But oh, you have to pay for it. Yeah, but you have to pay for it. So Just I was like, bullshit. I don't know about that. Like, it's a subscription. It's not like oh, you pay pay like five bucks and you get to play this game. It's like hey, pay nine ninety nine a month and you get to play it. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't want to pay for a game that I'm not gonna play all the time. Yeah, Pokemon it, Go is free. It, <laughs> Just it's basically play Pokemon Go. You walk around and you collect dinosaurs. You get new ones. Uh, and then you can like make them battle or whatever, and then, like yep, yeah, just like Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's basically just Pokemon Go. So just play Pokemon Go, even though you might love dinosaurs and you might think think this is interesting. Just play Pokemon. Is it Go. worth ten dollars a month? Probably yeah. not. If you want, if you want that fix, just play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Are there any other video games you want to talk about that are Jurassic related? I feel like they, that's it. I'm sure there are other games that we haven't played, but I f- we've played a good chunk of Jurassic Park games. Yeah, um, we're not saying that we're experts. We're just saying that we're a couple of fans that love the Jurassic yeah, like, Park like license. We loved everything Jurassic Park when we were kids, and we still do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we got a lot of the stuff, even the bad stuff. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like we've played so many of the games. Yeah, that's right. Um. All right. So, thank you all for listening this far to our spiel about the Jurassic Park Video game licenses, I guess. Uh, so now we're going to talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. For those that are listening, this is your cue to leave because we're going to spoil the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we have very, we both saw it opening night and we watched it in our local theater. We came out with different, not different opinions. I'd say we came out with the same opinion. Yeah, but so, our opinions may differ from a lot of other people. Yeah, all right. So you have five seconds to leave. Four, three, two, one. All right, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, spoiler cast, let's go. So, my opinion is someone, just in the same way that Jurassic World, uh, the first one is supposed to be like, oh, it's like, uh, it's a direct sequel to the first Jurassic Park, kind of ignoring the other ones, uh, and it's just, it's basically a, uh, it's basically a kind of like a remake, you know, it's the same idea, you know, there's a, there's a park, um, something goes wrong, and dinosaurs get out, and you know there's a bunch of humans that have to deal with this situation. Um, in that in that way, Fallen Kingdom is basically the second one. It's Lost World, but with the, the Jurassic World spin on it. You know, with the the made up dinosaurs that are genetically modified to be whatever to be scarier, um, and the whole idea of like weaponizing dinosaurs. So it's just basically it's Lost World, but with that kind of spin on that spin to it. Yeah. Agreed. There, it kind of it has similar beats, not the same beats as the Lost World. But yeah, I mean, it starts out in a mansion with a rich guy who's basically John Hammond, um, and then you have this shady younger businessman guy who's basically Peter Ludlow, his nephew. And, yeah, except, and I'll I'll get back to that. But um, and then you have this this like game hunter type leader character who's basically supposed to be Roland Timbo, and you have the mercenaries, and um, you have them bringing dinosaurs to the mainland and which they do successfully yeah yeah um and they you know they capture the t-rex and all that so there's like there's some very similar beats to uh lost world and i'd say the second part is where it gets a lot more different but i don't know if i think that's a good thing well Um, agreeing with your first sentiment i also did not like the movie that much and i feel like it's 
It didn't feel a lot like Jurassic World. The very first part when they go to the island, that did feel like Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. But overall, it didn't. I feel like the movie didn't really fit in the franchise. Because I feel like it's <laughs> trying to take, it's trying to take the franchise in a weird direction, like something new and different. But I don't know if it's good for the franchise. Uh, I remember there was a uh, a review I was watching a long time ago uh, for Jurassic World, and they were talking about how dinosaurs are scary because you knew that they were real and you know like it it felt realistic obviously in real life you can't bring dinosaurs back because you know all the dna expires essentially all the dna degrades to the point where we couldn't actually clone them Um, but you know it's still believable that oh if you could clone dinosaurs is what it would be like Um, and then jurassic world kind of changes that a bit because you have this made-up dinosaur which you know is not real so it's more of a monster movie than like a, a animal disaster movie you know yeah. Um, so and then and you know I, I agree with that with Jurassic World but I still enjoyed Jurassic World Yeah, like going off that point that, you know, what made Jurassic World more of a monster movie is because you have this made up dinosaur that can do all these crazy things. um, And then they take that concept and do it again in Fallen Kingdom, except they try to like, you know, make it more intense because they have like this dinosaur that's not only meant to be scary, but is also specifically designed to be a weapon. And I guess it's the idea of weaponizing dinosaurs that I have the biggest problem with. Because, again, like I was saying with Lost World, it feels like a natural progression. Like, you have Jurassic Park 1. You have a park, um, and it something goes wrong. It's mostly the fault of Dennis Nedry, um, but also the storm. Absolutely. Um, and so you have a park. Think stuff goes wrong. Life finds a way. The dinosaurs get out. Uh, and it creates this whole disaster. Uh, and there's a couple people survive. Um, in the second movie, obviously, the dinosaurs still exist. The, the company still exists in gen. Um, and so, obviously, there's going to be some greedy businessmen who say, oh, let's oh, the park didn't work the first time, but we can do it better. And so they try to take the dinosaurs, try to bring them to the mainland because it makes more sense to them business-wise. Um, and then, you know, a dinosaur gets out and, you know, that whole ordeal happens. And third is a little weird. It's more of like a isolated situation because it's just a group of people going to the island trying to find some kid. Um, so that's a different situation, but it still felt like Jurassic Park because it was still like a survival situation with a few people. Um, and like it, it was like, you know, running around the jungle, all th- these dinosaurs trying to take these people out uh but jurassic world still still had that jurassic park theme it's more of a what if jurassic park succeeded um and so it still has that whole idea of there's a park and the dinosaurs are being controlled by humanity and the dinosaurs get out and obviously there's a made-up dinosaur that's a that's a whole another situation there planet Um, of the apes yeah by the same writers (laughs) yeah and so it still sort of makes sense you know like even jurassic park 3 which again is not a great movie but i guess it's it's to me, it's believable that some family would go to extreme lengths to find their kid this way. Even though it's a bad idea, I, I, I think it's kind of believable that if, if you had this family who lost their kid on this island and no one, agreed, no one was willing to go out there and rescue them, that they would go to like extreme lengths to save their kid. Um, yeah. and, so, and again, Jurassic World, I believe, is believable for the most part. You know, they successfully built the park. Um, they tried, tried something new, mm-hmm. um, and it all goes wrong. And so... What I'm trying to say is, even though the dinosaurs themselves 
isn't realistic, quote unquote. Um, but the situations and the motivations all seem believable. Um, and so my problem with Fallen Kingdom is the motivations and the situations don't seem believable. Um, and I'm talking about the like, weaponizing dinosaurs part. Like, yep. it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't seem like a reasonable motivation. Like, You're referring to the auction specifically? Yeah, yeah, the auction part and like the idea that, hey, we're designing these dinosaurs that can that are supposed to be weapons. Like, yeah. uh, like what can a dinosaur do that a drone or a highly trained soldier couldn't do? You know, like, yeah. how is that different? Like, there's a scene where in order to demonstrate how the dinosaur could be used as a weapon, a guy points a gun at another guy, turns on a laser pointer so that the dinosaur looks at him and then plays a sound to make the dinosaur attack. If you're pointing a gun at a guy and your goal is to kill that guy, why not just shoot him with the gun? Like, why do you yeah. need a raptor to attack him? And a raptor is not exactly a precision or a stealthy method of killing someone so it's like what's the point you know like is it just to incite fear like i'm sure there's better ways of doing that yeah like, i don't know it just it doesn't like and there's a part where they say like oh we've been using animals for centuries to you know in war and it's like yeah but there's a reason that's not a thing anymore outside of dogs like yeah. you're not sending attack rhinos and lions and tigers or whatever <laughs> at people in war because it doesn't make sense to when you have all this technology and animals are obviously not 100 percent controllable so, like, uh, why why do it again but with dinosaurs? Yeah, I'm adding on to that. My point was, when we were talking about this on our walk home from the theater, uh, I said that, or Hoskins in the first movie said that when, when all the tech goes dark, you know, we'll only have the animals to fight. And I was like, okay. But then in the second movie, Fallen Kingdom, they show the guy with the gun and laser pointer and all that. What yeah. if that went dark? Yeah. Then you're you can't control. Tech, you're using tech to control yeah, the dinosaurs. You're using, so? Yeah, so that there's no point. Like, you're... It's it's stupid. Yeah, like like how do you <laughs> communicate with them? Like you can com- you can yeah. control a, a drone, you know, remotely. You could talk to a human using like a headset. Like how are you going to communicate with the dinosaur? Yeah, you know, like you just, how do you tell it what to do without outside of electronics or technology? And so it renders that point, you know, mute. Like it it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, even even though Chris Pratt can control the dinosaurs, he doesn't even control them. They just listen to him. They sort don't. Of. They do. They, they, they do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah, they like ninety percent do whatever they want. And when he's talking to them, like, oh, hey, it's the guy that, you know, kind of raised us. But they're still, like, extremely aggressive and volatile animals that will do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, and if raptors are so smart, they'll know that they're in captivity and they're not going to like it. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. It just it, it doesn't make... And then and then there's a part where they buy the dinosaurs. And you're like, okay, and each each all these companies, like Armenian arms dealers or some... Russians. Dudes, <laughs> Russians and dudes from Indonesia or whatever, they buy dinosaurs. They each buy, like, one dinosaur dinosaur at least and so like what is their plan like they're just going to take that one dinosaur and try to train it or do something with it and and so you might say oh well their goal is to take that dinosaur's dna and maybe like clone it or something then why not just sell the dna why are you selling this whole big giant dinosaur like why not just be like hey we have a bunch of dna because they clearly have a lab so they could clearly get that uh get that you know that material um and so all you have to do is be like hey we got a bunch of these dinosaur dna's here's the dinosaurs on display um but if you want one of them we have a bunch of vials that you can buy um, and they could make so much more money off of that. Why do they have to sell the actual animal? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you remember that game Dino D-Day? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Put guns on dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> Dino D-Day, but Dino D-Day is obviously not a serious game. No. <laughs> but for those not familiar, Dino D-Day is this game on Steam where it's like, well, what if the Germans in World War II cloned dinosaurs? And so you have like T-Rex with chain guns on its mouth. You have like Badass. A, yeah. And you have like a Styracosaurus with a giant tank cannon on its, a, on its uh, back. And then you have like... Uh, like uh, velociraptors like not not the just big, regular velociraptors yeah like actual real velociraptors <laughs> so like the really tiny bird looking ones but, but they, they don't have any guns still scary <laughs> yeah though, yeah because they could just jump on you and eat you 
Um, and then you have like compies that have grenades strapped to them that like self-destruct. Yep, yep. You have a Dilophosaurus, which also doesn't have anything on it, but it's like it's big. Unlike in the in Jurassic Park, it's it's more realistic. So it's like yeah, this big yeah, dinosaur. With, it doesn't yeah, have the poison or whatever, but yep. it can like knock people around. Um, yep. Oh, and then you have yeah, you have a bunch of other dinosaur creatures. Uh, you have like a a sniper who can call down a suicide pterodactyl. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's a bunch. And the 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 Americans, the Allies. I mean, uh, the Allies have one dinosaur. A little he's triceratops. Like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, he's like a protosaurus or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he has like oh. a little machine gun on his back yeah he's like a 30 cal machine yeah, 30 gun cal on his back and a little <laughs> robot leg he's like a rescued one um, but, <laughs> yep yeah but like it, it's a fun game but it's obviously not meant to be taken seriously like obviously in world war ii that probably wouldn't work you know strapping chain guns on a t-rex and letting it run loose probably wouldn't be a good idea yeah unless you were controlling it yeah. via your but mouse then, and but keyboard then how can you you know yeah like, mouse and keyboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay but and also that game has a if you're the american guy and you get three kills you can also go into like a super american mode where <laughs> so it OP. plays this patriotic music and there's stars and stripes and you go into berserk mode and punch things you can literally walk up to a t-rex and punch it to like death three hits as the death. american guy yeah. yeah so obviously again that game's not meant to be taken seriously it's yeah. just like a you know like what if dinosaurs had guns and it was this crazy random shenanigans like a fun know. game it's also 99 cents it's on fun. steam yeah, it's it's so, it's, fun, it's so cheap right now go go to steam and buy it and we'll all play together yeah <laughs> yeah but uh but anyways like obviously jurassic world is trying to be more realistic like obviously there's some there's some comedic moments and i and i laughed at a lot of them i think um, i think the movie takes itself too seriously but the, yeah the movie itself is trying to be really serious and have this message about like Oh, like you know, altering genetics is wrong, but they do they they relay that message in a weird way. Yeah, it's very campy. There are moments where I'm like, oh my god. They have that subplot with the dot, the granddaughter, where it's like, oh, you know, did I look like my mom? And it's like, yeah, but you've probably never seen your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then she does see her mom, a picture of her mom, and it looks just like her. And and then me and me and Jeremy were just like. Okay, she looks a lot like her mom. Okay, so what? Yeah. And later on, they're like, "Oh, you don't know what she is. You know, it's, that's this is why Lockwood and John Hammond had a falling off. Had a falling off because John Hammond just wanted to close dinosaurs, clone dinosaurs, and Lockwood he wanted to bring his daughter back. And you're just like, yep. oh, so she's a clone. And I'm like, what's the implication there that they're gonna start cloning humans? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. What's the what's <laughs> like, the bad part about that? <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. Like, okay, that's that's like that would be an interesting plot point in another yeah. movie. But in Jurassic Park, I'm like, okay, that, that this is a I weird subplot. I thought it was Jurassic, not you know, the human park. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know what they're. Sense. I don't know what they're trying to say about that. And I get the whole idea, like at the end, where it's like, oh, it's because they try to connect the girl with the dinosaurs. But like, oh, she's a clone, and they're clones, and yeah. that's why she lets them go because they're like her. But still, like, they make a big deal out of this subplot, and it's just like, uh, <laughs> like, what is is that going to say that in Jurassic World three they're going to start have clone humans or human wow. dinosaur hybrids like the like their concepts. We'll Art see. Was, like, uh, we'll see. But there, there were moments when I was just turning to you like, what the hell is this movie? Like, yeah, I, I was like, like, I don't know like, what's going on. What is this movie? Like, what's like, happening right yeah, now? Yeah, they had like, the whole <laughs> subplot with Lockwood and the... the so the, the... I don't know even know his name. The shady business dude. Like, that uh, guy... Mills. I just remember he has a generic name. Yeah, something really <laughs> generic. Like, he's basically the equivalent of Peter Ludlow in Lost World. But Peter Ludlow is a much more believable character. He's just some businessman who wants to... You know, get rich and make a you know bring back engine uh, to the public spotlight and have dinosaurs again. Like it makes sense. He's just a businessman who wants to increase the business by redoing the park uh, on the mainland. Um, where this this other guy, 
uh, he's like a cartoon villain. He's like unbelievably evil and maniacal, <laughs> and he's so just stupid. like, and he kills this guy that he works years with, and who's you know like who's kind of like a father figure to him probably. Yeah. Um, he just like straight up kills him because he doesn't want to turn himself in. Yep. Instead of like, oh, I'm gonna knock him out, or oh, I'm gonna like you know find another way to get rid of him. I'm gonna smother him with a pillow. It's like, oh my god. I will say, I thought Benjamin Locke would would be a bad guy, too. Because when she's like, they're, they're going to sell the dinosaurs, like Maisie said to him, he's like, oh, I'll find it out in the morning. I thought he was hiding it. But yeah. he really didn't know. And I was like, wow, you didn't know that there was all this shit going on in your house? <laughs> you and if you took him out and you just said, hey, either if you took out the, the, the young guy or if you took out Lockwood and just had the young guy, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. If you yeah. took out the whole subplot with the clone girl, too, like, like it wouldn't have changed the story very much. And then there's also this like nurse character or caretaker character who was also kind of pointless to the story. Yeah. Like, I guess she was supposed to add some emotional weight to the reveal that she's a clone, but it, it, it no, didn't, it didn't really like, I don't know. There's no point to that character. The subplot, this human, the like, obviously the Jurassic park movies have to have human subplots because it makes it relatable. And it has another message. Like the first Jurassic park has a subplot about like Dr. Grant, not wanting kids, but then throughout the movie, he bonds with these kids that he's, you know, trying to save, and in the end, like, he understands, like, you know, family and yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, there has to be human subplots, but some of the human subplots in this, in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, just don't add anything. They don't yep. do anything. It's true. Yeah. Well, to be fair, if you took out Benjamin Lockwood and Mills, then you, they wouldn't have a reason to go to the island. Yeah, but if you just had one of them. Oh, like, oh I see, I see. Guy oh, okay. Who, yeah, you, I thought you said other. take out both of them. Yeah, I was yeah, like, if oh. you just had Lockwood and Lockwood turned out to be evil, or if you just had the younger guy and the yeah, younger yeah. guy was evil the whole time, like it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. And if you just took out the little girl, it wouldn't have changed too much. Um, yeah. And another point is there's not a lot of character development. Like I don't see any of the characters changing. Maybe Claire... Because in the beginning, she wants to save the dinosaurs, and at the end, she she makes the conscious decision not to save them. Yeah. She realizes that. She, so, if anything, she gets character development, but Owen doesn't change at all. Like, nothing, nothing <laughs> changes about same. his perspective or anything. Like, yeah. it did in Jurassic World. Um, he definitely had character development. Both of them did. But then in this movie, nothing. Like, he's still the same. Uh, I guess the little girl had character development. Um, but oh, other no. than that, there was, it was just Claire and the little girl. Like, no one, none of the other characters changed, including, like, the scaredy cat. IT guy that was there. Yeah? Like, I don't know. That guy was useless. Yeah, I think he was comic relief, I guess. But why did they bring him? <laughs> he seemed like he he was not the kind of guy you want in that situation. I know. The, the only part that made me really laugh with him was when he was like, hey, you guys okay? He's like, yeah. How about you? No. <laughs> that was the part that made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're not okay. All yeah, that like, shit you like, went through. So, I... <laughs> The point they brought, it seems like their reason for bringing him was because he knows about technology and he's going to help them get into the park. The hacker. Yeah. Well, why not bring back that guy from the first movie who was in the control center? Remember that guy who had yeah, like, the little on his desk and he had the Lost World book or yeah. whatever? Like, yeah. Like, why not bring back that guy? Because he clearly worked in Lost World or Jurassic World. Yeah. So why not just bring him back? He was funny. He was a comic Why not do a lot of things in the movie, Jordan? Yeah. Why not do a lot of things? There's a lot of things in the movie yeah. that should have been done. And then they bring, the other, <laughs> they bring the other girl because she's an animal doctor. But it's like, don't you think if Lockwood was spending money to save these dinosaurs and hire a bunch of mercenaries to capture them, that he'd also hire an animal doctor or multiple like animal doctors? Well, technically, he hired her because through Claire. Yeah, but did he know that or did Claire just bring them along? Well, here's the other That's thing, too. That girl in the beginning, remember she said, I'm a paleo doctor. She treats dinosaurs, but she's never seen a dinosaur. 
How does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? And she just knows how to help the raptor. I don't yeah. Know. What does that mean? Like, I'm sure the raptor's like, I'm sure the raptor's body structure might be a little like similar to what it was 65 million years ago. But still, like, how does she know how to do that? Did she, what? Is, what? Right? Know. Yeah, those two characters, they just made no sense. I don't know. They were just there. Take them out. To, to like, I guess they were the young people, you know, yeah. to, to like relate with the younger audience. But I don't know. They were yeah. kind of pointless. Like, uh, and, and we talked about this off off the podcast, but it was just the thing about the whole genetic dinosaur thing um, just got old. Like, this, it's already old at this point. Like, yeah. just hybrid dinosaurs, just like stop doing that, you know? Yeah, it's, they're bringing back chaos effect, effect. Just, just don't do chaos effect anymore <laughs> yeah. those toys were shitty just don't bring it back into the movies yeah i don't i don't know why they're doing this well uh to wrap it all up um how much money how much money do you think this movie made so far Let me, I, want, I, I see the number but i want you to guess <sighs> probably like uh, like 10 million or something i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people went to see it 524 million Oh my gosh! Yep, there's a third one coming out. So the third already? one coming out—it's already made five hundred. It's only yes. come out like a day. Yes, it's five hundred twenty-four million dollars. Okay, well, it hasn't yeah. been released in Europe yet. So, um, the oh, because it came out internationally before the U.S., right? Uh, that's a great I question. I think that was the case because I remember a lot of reviews came out for it. I guess so. And people were saying that it, that might be why it made so much money so quickly. Uh, I don't know. Um, um but uh. The the direct the the writer and director of the first film is also di- write wrote this film along with the one of the other co writers from the first film. So the director of the first film, Colin Trevorrow, and his co writing partner Derek Connolly both wrote this movie. And I don't know why it's so shit. <laughs> I don't know what they did wrong. I don't you know? know. And Trevorrow's directing the third one, and he's gonna write the third one too, I believe. So. That means, yeah, so like, what the fuck, right? So, yeah, it seems like what they're implying by the end of this movie is that dinosaurs are out in the world, and what Ian Malcolm says is about, like, oh, if we're not careful, they're going to be here long after us. So, Post-apocalyptic dinosaurs, yeah, calling it now, that's, calling it now. That's what it seems like it's leading towards. It's like, oh, dinosaurs are just going to be everywhere, and people are going to be using dinosaurs as weapons, and some dinosaurs are going to be running around wild. And so it's like, I guess that's what they're leading up to, which, again, doesn't make sense to me as a natural progression. Uh, like... And, and another point that uh, Chris Stuckman brought up when he did his uh, Fallen Kingdom review was like, in canon, uh, there's you know there's two islands. There's I mean there's five islands technically, but there's two islands with dinosaurs on them. And the site B is La Sorna, mm-hmm. um, is the island in Jurassic Park two and Jurassic Park three. Yep. Um, so in canon, apparently, there's no more dinosaurs on that island. They took all the dinosaurs from site B and moved them back to site A. That's right. Yeah. Isla Nublar. And Isla Nublar is the the island that blew up because of the volcano. But as far as we know, Isla Sorna still exists as a normal island without a volcano on it, where there's just no dinosaurs, but dinosaurs used to live there. So if you really wanted to save the dinosaurs, why not just take dinosaurs and bring them back to the other island? Yeah, I thought that was the haven they were talking about. Yeah, like, but, just... but apparently it was a different island. So I was like, wait, Lockwood, if you really wanted to bring dinosaurs, if you wanted to save them, why not just bring them back to Site B? Yeah. Nublar and Sorna are really close to each other. Well, not super close, but they're yeah. like ship distance yeah. away. And based around how volcanoes usually form islands, it's like something to do with tectonic plates. But, but generally, the the volcano exists on like one island, and the other islands were formed like millions of years ago. Like kind of like Hawaii, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's only one active volcano on one one of the islands. So as far as we know, Isla Sorna does not have an active volcano on it. So no, yeah, bring the dinosaurs back there. Yeah. Like, it's not too far away. Like, yeah, it's got everything you need. It's bigger than Nublar. Yeah, so a lot they, bigger. honestly, they could have just made a movie about them 
attempting to bring dinosaurs from one island to the to another, oh, and all that, the things that go wrong in that situation. That would have been that would have been like kind of like full circle from Lost World because they're bringing it to the movie, the island from the Lost World. Yeah, exactly. That would have been awesome. And so, like in the process of trying to save some of these dinosaurs, they get out, and you can have a sequence on the boat. Um, yeah, the boat crashes or something like that, like in Lost World, and you just you know you can have all these different this. You could probably have done so much more with this other than, hey, we're selling dinosaurs as weapons now, and that makes no sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... I don't. I don't know where. Th- I don't know where they're going with this franchise. Yeah, but uh, I. I think you're right, though. I think it's gonna be post-apocalyptic dinosaurs. <laughs> and I don't like that. Because I- Colin Trevorrow is directing it again, and I'm like, please take him off the project. Put someone else on there. Steven Spielberg, you're just sitting there, just looking. Steven Spielberg, executive produced Fallen Kingdom. Like, yo, do you know what's happening right now? Yes, you're making a lot of money, but the story sucks so badly. Yeah, and again, it's the whole idea of like, is it relatable? Is it believable? It's believable that. If animals got out of a zoo, yeah. that they would attack, you know, they could attack people and that it would be dangerous or whatever. Um, but once you get to the point where you have dinosaurs running around with weapon as weapons and like people using dinosaurs, like that's less believable, less relatable. Like, cause that situation doesn't really exist in real life. You don't have yeah. people running around with tigers using tigers as weapons or something. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's not as uh, quote unquote realistic, you know? Like there's there has to be some level of logic and reason to it, and I don't know. Yeah, that, that doesn't fit the belt for me at least. Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, so we're gonna wrap up here, but uh, we've been bashing on this movie. Let's say one thing that we like about the movie, and I'll say I like the part when they went to Isla Nublar. The whole sequence was awesome. I that's my favorite. I don't know if I, I guess like is probably a weird word, but <laughs> I felt like a good moment or not okay not a good moment but a very impactful moment was the scene where the brontosaurus is slowly walking on the dock as the island is getting consumed (laughs) he's like wait for me it was so sad (laughs) yeah i was like oh that's it there there it is there's the franchise dying (laughs) 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 there's that someone's gonna make a gift of that blowing up right there yeah i know (laughs) melted away (laughs) but yeah but in all honesty i felt like that was a really emotional moment yeah you're seeing the dinosaurs some of the not all dinosaurs made it some of them jumped off the cliff and probably drowned (laughs) yeah but like if you don't like seeing animals in peril yeah (laughs) this movie has a lot of that peter has a word with a director (laughs) yeah but Um, yeah i i'd say the 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 first part of the movie is still pretty good. Like, yeah. it's, it's fun. There's a lot going on. Um, uh, oh, another another point I wanted to bring up, kind of going off of how that one guy is sort of like Peter Ludlow. So you have that other guy who's supposed to be sort of like Roland Timbo, but he's uh, he's also like just like this evil douchebag character. He's like the classic cartoon hunter bad guy. And he's like, oh, I'm going to steal the animal's teeth too and yep. make a necklace. And it's like Roland Timbo... He wasn't a bad guy. He no. was a guy who was hired to capture dinosaurs, yep. but he didn't do it for money. He just His goal was just to be the greatest hunter in the world, and all he wanted was to kill a T-Rex, because yep. that would make him the greatest hunter it in sounds, the world. He, his character yeah. sounds very simple, but he, he's actually kind of deep. Yeah, and he wasn't an ass either. Like, yeah. When he ran into the people that that caused... You know, the, that caused all the dinosaurs to get out. That, that basically, he knew that they broke in and let the dinosaurs out. And, but he, he still teamed up with them because they had to survive. And yep. like, and he had a friend. He had this, that RJ, he had his friend. <laughs> yeah, his friend yeah, died yeah. and he was sad about it. Yep. And it was just yep. like, yeah. And then in the end, he was like, screw engine. Like, I don't, I don't care about this company. I don't want to, you know, I, I spent enough time in the, in the company of death. Like, it's, he, he was actually a pretty deep character. You know, like, yeah. he was like, he was a complex, not non- he wasn't one-dimensional. Whereas this other guy, I don't even. 
I don't know any of the names of these characters. I don't remember. I remember Kingdom. Other than Lockwood. That's the only character yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, like this one guy, this hunter dude, he's so cartoon one-dimensional villain. Like, uh, I don't know. None of these villains were compelling. Yeah. Not exactly. I agree. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else to add before we close up? Um. Just said I did. Yeah. Jurassic Park franchise is going in a weird direction. And mm-hmm. honestly, it. Uh, another thing I want to add. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so a lot of people um, don't like the direction that like Star Wars is going. You know, they're doing something similar where they're changing up the direction of it. They're adding new people. They're uh-huh. changing, you know, the way it works. Like they're adding a bunch of stuff, retcons and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people don't like the way that Star Wars is going. And some people have sort of like boycotted it and decided I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Like I do. There's some things I definitely don't agree with um, where, with Star Wars, but I, you know, I still enjoy the movies. I still want to watch them. Um, but the thing is, if you don't want to commit to Star Wars anymore, that's fine. There's like a million other sci-fi, like space, fantasy type, you know, movies, franchises you can go to. There's, there's a lot of that. You know, all this space opera type stuff. Um, but with Jurassic Park franchise, how many good series are there about dinosaurs? You know, if I want to watch a good dinosaur series, how much is out there? You know, not a lot as far as I know. So if, if this franchise, if I realize like I don't like this franchise anymore... What are my other options? You know, like, there's nothing else I can go to to watch dinosaurs. Sci-fi and Netflix have shitty dinosaur shows yeah, and like movies involving humans. There's very know. few dino- good dinosaur games. There's very few good dinosaur movies. It's just like, oh, someone's got to do dinosaurs right. Someone's yeah. got to do right by these dinosaurs. Steven Seagal gave up already. He's just like, you know yeah. what? I just want money now. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I want to see good dinosaur movies and... Play good dinosaur know. games. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Agree. We'll see. We'll see what happens. In Jurassic the Evolution, I heard, is not that bad. So Jurassic World yeah, Evolution. I heard so it's. I heard it's not it's worth the current price point. Yeah, there's not enough content to warrant the current price point. But who knows? They could update it down the line. They will. Yeah, and make it better. Or yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks, Jordan, for coming on the podcast. Of course. That was fun talking about our little history with the, the Jurassic license, Jurassic license video games, and a little spoiler cast for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. If you listen this far, thank you so much for listening to the 58th episode of Death Time Podcast, and we'll see you next time. All right. See ya. <laughs>